Welcome back, everybody. Hey, everyone. It's oh. the same stupid intro I do every time. <laughs> well, there's like three podcasts in a row that we talked about the intro, maybe four. Everybody's probably rolling their eyes already. Probably. Um, this is... I'm going to try to be as fair as I can. Shush. <sighs> it's not going to all be on this. Okay, but you have to understand that I never know what we're going to podcast about. You send me a few messages, and then you go, hey, I need to podcast. So what I'm going off of is the messages you've sent me. So anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to be as fair as possible. And I'm not. It, it, this is just an amazing time that we live in right now. But it's a shame, and it's amazing to me how ugly this whole election thing is getting and how deep people are getting into this. And more specifically, even Christians, how deep they're getting into this. Yeah, because obviously the world is going to be the world. Like, that's not... A surprise and an issue but it's always when it comes back to the church doing it that it's like "Ooh, guys come on are we doing the right thing now just trying to be as fair as possible with it while handling this thing because anytime that i say anything about the lord and savior donald trump I like i get you know people don't like it and but what's a shame is that we have lost in our church multiple people because of Trump specifically. Oh, yeah. People who will literally leave the church because you spoke out against wonderful and Trump. And that, to me, is mind-blowing. It really is. I mean, I want to ask those people, if you're one of those people, have you truly thought about that? You're really that attached to a man on this earth that would make you so upset to leave the body of Christ that you're in. Well, yeah, you won't shut up about him. Okay, well, what if I truly feel in my heart and I'm saying things that I see biblical that nobody else does I mean, there's, there's like two other people. I always say the same people every time I do these. I mean, Anthony Wade is the only person that's spoken up with any kind of platform recently from 8 to 8 Ministries about it. Um, I believe that J.D. Farag is, is starting to speak out against it a little bit. Not as much as I, I would hope, but more than he did. Um, but, you know, it's, it's very few. And we know that the guys that are going to be speaking out on this are going to be, you know, very, very small. And that, that's fine. But it's, what's a shame is people just like miss the whole point. And I would just, this, especially during this time right now, like, I, it's just amazing how much we are willing to go and flock to a man, any political leader, 
Oh, yeah, you can say the same for for Biden, for anyone, you know what I mean? Like, it's the point that we're, you could say this for people who follow certain teachers and pastors and things like that, right? Like, it's getting that focus and that attention on any other human being above anything. So, like, when you step out and you say something and you're like, hey, guys, let's look scripturally at this. Let's stop and look at this from a biblical viewpoint. And then you have people that are like, nope, you're just a Trump hater. I'm out of here. And they won't even listen. Okay. <laughs> they and, won't, and you won't listen past that point. Exactly. You think that I'm, you think that I don't understand. And you know what's funny is it's the same parroted claims that this is where the media narrative divides, whether you want to believe it or not, but it divides on the, the conservatives and it divides on the liberals. But the, the media narrative has the same key words that keep getting thrown around in these, in these attitudes that keep getting thrown around. And all people do is parrot them as fact consistently. On both sides, they're extremes. And, you know, whenever you try to talk to people about this, they're just parroting a media narrative back to you. Like trying to speak of this uh you know the the results of election in a general you know in a in a real conversation it's impossible to have because it's either on the left it's shut up you lost you're sore losers there's never been anything wrong in the history of ever with the election process and it's perfect and and nothing ever bad happens or it's the 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 other side that the whole thing is a hoax. It's all a big joke. The whole system is broken. Everybody, there was tens of, of thousands of, of, if not hundreds of thousands of Biden votes that were by dead people and by all these like ridiculously wild claims. I mean, these were, some of these claims were like straight up off of like right wing, like censored like websites, you know, like that you wouldn't hear like obscure websites. Like these were just crazy that came out, like that turned out not to be true. Um, not, and, and please understand everybody. Well, I know I've got the, the Trump people's blood, you know, boiling now. Like I, I get the fact that yes, um, there absolutely has been some some things that are worth investigation that have come out. Um, some truth that has happened. Uh, a lot of different fishy things that have, have gone on um, that deserve that investigation and deserve that time. Uh, whether or not, and this is something that Ben Shapiro, I heard him say, whether or not this changes the results of the election, we don't know. But even him, I mean, they're still repeating this, you know, these narratives so much so that the <clears throat> Department of Defense actually has a fact-checking website on it, like, uh, like section on its website. Like, how bad does it have to be when your government Department of Defense has to have a fact-checker on it? to save it from the false information that's coming out on, I mean, both sides, but it's more so the conservative side right now. Yeah, everything is so far out of control. It's just but ridiculous. But what everybody says, well, the department, of, you know, they're, they're just as corrupt. Well, do you understand the implications of what you're saying? I mean, you're calling the system corrupt. You're calling all these things corrupt, and you're saying they're broken and they don't work until they do. 
you know, if they work in your favor, then they work and they work great and we should respect our leaders and everything. You know, they're, they're you know, upstanding men. But yet, when it doesn't work in our favor, I mean, we don't understand the hypocritical switch that we're just like... Oh, because if this would have been for Biden losing and the Democrats would be calling for recounts and it's all fraud and blah, and blah, I mean, whatever. It would be a t- but it would be a totally different argument if that were the case. And we you know still I mean? don't have the official election results. They they have granted recounts. They are still in court in many states. And a lot of, a few cases recently have actually gone to higher courts. They say, yes, this is definitely, there's something fishy. So while there will be, you know, like I said in my previous podcast, I, I think that there, we will find some, um, we will find evidence of fraud. I think we'll find quite a bit of it. I don't think it's going to be enough to overturn the election. I still don't. I still think that people are discounting the fact of how much, like how much people actually hate Trump. Like, we don't, like... I saw, and and this by no means, you know, um, is like a a source to, to, you know, one all be all, but usually whenever these things happen, I'll go to like the live comments of like, you know, YouTube or a news, you know, site or whatever, um, and look to see what people are talking about or what people are saying, you know, and, and different things like this. So after the election results came out, I went and was reading all the comments from all the different news sites and um, live comments on YouTube and all kinds of stuff. And a lot of people were saying that they hadn't voted. And, and again, this doesn't mean anything, but they hadn't voted in a long time. But there is no way that they could stand Trump. So they got out and voted for Biden. And there was a lot of people saying vice versa. It's like, I didn't vote for Trump the first time, but, you know, we've seen the, this leftist agenda come out, and there's no way that I can vote for Biden or, in, you know, anything doing that. So I'm going to go and, and get out and vote for Trump. So that happened, but I saw a lot more hate towards Trump than anything else. I mean, that was that was largely what they were saying. So... I think that you're largely underestimating the hate and the fact that this could very well be legitimate. And I don't understand why people don't under, you know, see that this is, I mean, yeah, you know, that, that platform is the epitome of evil in, you know, we already see that they're already talking about overturning different bands there i mean there's all kinds of stuff that that are that that could be happening i mean they're gonna i was just telling you today that not that this is in the same category but um you know restoring aid to the palestinians um which i mean that's something that trump did when he cut ties when he was trying to cut out the palestinians trying to pressure them towards the deal um they're gonna add add to it we've seen women's rights you know um 
you know, um, gay rights being, you know, all of these things have been specifically mentioned. Um, and we see a lot of, and this is why I really had a problem with Trump and his big mouth the whole first time is because these things are going to be made a big deal. You're going to get the left to hate it with this just illogical hate. And they're going to develop this system against you that they will use against you. And now it's, I feel like now is this time that, that because of the accelerated, you know, the past four years with the accelerated, you know, it, 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 I, I said before on the other podcast, if he would have just shut his mouth, he would have had an easy path to victory. But no, we have to become loudmouth with it and say these things and do these things. And so it just turned this left agenda into a monster. And now we're going to see these things progress in that direction. But what sucks is we don't see the we don't see the the monster of the right at all. We're completely blinded by this because of, and I've said this over and over again, but because of, of what the, the left has, has become. But we, you know, there, there's a little bit of, um, I guess there's a little bit of a, like responsibility that you have to take there to understand that this is where this comes from and understand that you created these, these, this illogical mindset that that your average quote unquote woke person has. I and mean, there's no common sense sensibility. No like there's nothing left in anything anymore. No, and it, I mean there's no reasoning. There's no love. There's no nothing. It's and what's really sad is most of them don't know what. <laughs> They're just angry. And they don't know why. They are just mad. But what do we want to do? We want to feed into the hate more. Just like today, this was this, you know, march for Trump. We want to, you know, come out and just... I don't understand the support for this man, the way that he receives it. I really don't. Uh, Trump, I mean, Biden is a different story. I don't get why you, anybody in their right mind would vote for Biden. But I really don't understand this just evangelical support that has just become even stronger, it seems like, during this period. And it's completely missing the point of the, the heart of the issue. And the heart of the issue is that society man completely i mean this is a depraved mind and this is something that <clears throat> we're going over this sunday in church but so happens to be in matthew 24 this week and there's a couple different ways that people interpret that chapter matthew 24 um, obviously i teach a pre-millennial view so even in premillennialism, there's a few different ways to look at that chapter. I happen to look at that chapter as being a, a time frame from the point of when Jesus was speaking these saints in the destruction of Jerusalem 
all the way up until the second coming. So these things are, are speaking specifically, and they're also speaking in generalities of the, the time from the point when Jesus was, was there till the time of the end. And, and we see that already in Jesus' minute. The reason why I believe that is we could, because we see that. You know, we see um, Jesus not quoting all of the prophecy in Isaiah when he's quoting coming to deal, uh, coming in judgment. You know, he, he leaves out um, these, these lines a few different times when, when he quotes Old Testament prophecy that has to do with judgment. And it's because that's not what he was there for the, the first time. That's what he was there for the second time. So I, I believe that's what we also see in Matthew. But in Matthew, we see this, you know, the, the, the wars, the rumor, the war, earthquake, all these things. So the person that believes that it's a general view, we, we believe that these things will gradually get worse. So these things that we see, these things will become more frequent and more intense as the coming of Christ as, as we get to the to the return of Christ so it's it's almost progressive so it starts off bad and then it's getting even worse and that's exactly what Jesus says I mean it, it, he just says hey all these bad things are going to happen but don't worry the end's not yet all of these things are going to happen all these things are going to happen. All these things are going to happen. Then the end will come. And <clears throat> that's what's so scary. We look around today, right? And it's just like, goodness gracious, look at look at how these things are are coming. And they're so more frequent. They're so more intense. I mean, like you talked about. I mean, on both sides of our country, Republican and Democrat, they're both like the extreme of just chaos and insanity you know what i mean like on both rights there's almost no middle ground there none and in what middle ground has been just hidden behind a veil for a while i guess if there is been uh any which you know okay I, i'm just i'm i really even i think now even the more less than crazy conservatives are becoming crazy conservatives because um, I've just heard stuff out of people that I normally agree with. You know, I like the things that they say. You know, I'm I'm, I'm trying not to be uh, of this world and really care about the cares and affairs of this world, but being very interested in politics and all of these things, it still is just something that naturally comes to me. So all these commentators and different things, like these people that like even I... Wouldn't like normally. I don't really mind Tucker, Tucker Carlson all the time. Like he doesn't really, he doesn't really bother me all the time. But lately, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, you know that. But it is what it is, and I, I don't mean to sit here and dump on it. But what's really a shame, and I think that we should, we should, as believers that we should understand is we should not be attaching ourselves to any why are we regarding any kind of man especially right now especially with the depravity that's going on with mankind in the world right now you think that you're being a light by getting involved in this on a political like on a on a political level like that's not that's not what we're supposed to do and that's what's the problem with this american values this christian values idea it's like, 
you know, I was just reading before you came down here about the Jefferson Bible. Just randomly, I was just randomly reading about the Jefferson Bible. He literally, in his literary works, he removes, I mean, these are just general cut and paste copies of the God, like just, you know, nice fluffy stories from the Gospels without the mention of Jesus' miracles and any form of the resurrection or anything like that. So all of this would literally would have been like kingdom now, like philosophy that we use to build Mm -hmm. America. Like, hmm. are you kidding? Like, Why? I mean, Why would you do that? that? Why? One of our founding fathers cut and spliced a Bible and we're like... But, like, but America was, was founded by the, the most was, Christian of I mean, Christians. It, it had definitely good ideas uh, that went in the way of morality. Sure. But it's there were some great ideas. We definitely were not exclusive in that, right? Well, and we idolized the founding fathers as being these just like absolutely biblical on point same thing with like the reformation right and in all of that it's like we hold those people up to be just i mean they were on point i mean there is yeah we go sinless as christ himself they were we christian. Say they were christian yeah yeah wait you know if you remove the divinity of jesus and you deny the divinity of jesus you're not a christian that's not christian you, that, you're well, not but christian. i think that's the same people who don't realize the difference between you know they would look at catholics and say yeah they're christian or people who ask you know well mormons they're well, christian the too right we, yeah we it's all the same yeah no 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 it is not and scripture makes that quite clear but we have become lost in that we don't even understand that when we talk we got well we're largely this when we throw arguments back and we say these things that it's like okay but the identity of these things are these type of, of people and guess what that only proves what christ said in matthew 24 i mean these are false christs what do you think like not jesus didn't necessarily mean like there's going to be guys that look like him with hair and beards and think they're jesus like that one guy that's in i don't remember what country he's in Vice does a documentary on him, but he literally says that he's Jesus. And he has like this whole commune. Yeah, I think he, you know what? I think I just saw a headline. Like now that you say that, like literally within the past month, I think he got arrested. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They had like, he's like in Russia or something, isn't he? Yes. And there's like a whole commune with like thousands of people and people travel from all over the world to go out and worship him as Jesus. There's also a few people in India. There was also a few. Oh yeah. There's many other places. There's a few people that came in the first century. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, this. There's no shortage of lunatics who truly think they're Jesus. But what's scary, like I, I'm not surprised to see people that are claiming to be Jesus. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't surprise me. What surprises me is seeing the thousands upon thousands of followers these people have and the money these people give. Yeah. Right? Like that's where I'm just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, honey, if you would start preaching a (laughs) false gospel and like stop holding on to biblical truth, like do you know how much money you can make? (laughs) You can make so much money. Every once in a while. In, I mean, not not for comedic purposes, but every once in a while I'll watch a Kenneth Copeland ser- sermon just to hear and see what Just like what, what on earth is he saying. saying, yeah. And I listen, and I'm like, how do people, people make fun of me on this podcast. How do people <laughs> listen to dude preach? Like, and there's so is, many. He forget and as he's getting older, he's getting worse, but he forgets where he's at so many times. He makes zero sense. He's all over the place. But then, like, even when he's, I'm just, like, the things that he says are just, I mean, they're mind-blowingly false. And they're just, 
when I, you just see Jesus' words pop out in Matthew 24 here when he's, you know, when he's talking about these false Christs and mm. do not be deceived in this religious deception and these things, you know, and, and all these different things that are calling out. It's like, this is the time we we're in like a very, very troublesome time. And it's been headlines all across the world that this is a time like nobody has ever seen since the history of the world, right? This trying of a time with COVID, with leadership in question, with unrest, with all of these things all around the world. We're literally at one of the most highest, you know, it, it, people believe um, and I'm, I'm fairly convinced on it that this is one of the most trying times in human history. And I said fairly convinced. I mean, you probably could argue me out of it a little bit, but it is very, very trying. And not realizing that, I mean, that, that was a point of Matthew 24, was Jesus was, you know, pay attention. See that nobody leads you astray you're being led astray and held hostage by the cares and affairs of this world by sitting here and just immersing yourself into this nonsense. But it's unfortunate because people go, oh, you keep talking about it, you know, just let it go. You know, I can't wait till it's over. But it's like, this is in the church. This is all we want to talk about. This is everywhere in the church. This is all people want to do. This is how people, we have lost multiple people in our church because I say the things that I do. Well, and I think the frustrating part is it's like the heart of the matter is saying not to like Trump or dislike Trump, to like Biden or to not like Biden. The whole point is saying, why are you putting your hope in these men? Why is your folk? Why are you living like a citizen of America? You're not, you're a citizen of heaven that's where you're a citizen of. That's what scripture says. This is how we live. This is what we do, right? We're told to live quiet lives, working with our hands, serving others, right? Like that, that's the focus. Yes, we pray that we can continue to go on doing that without, you know, whatever, but like we're, we're totally missing the point on that. And that's the point you keep trying to point out. And that's where, you know, when people get so upset, like we joked, you know, we did those two podcasts back to back. What was it last week? They essentially talk about the same topics, just totally different titles. One's got, one's got like, 100% likes and all this other stuff. The other one is full of dislike. It's like you didn't even listen because it's the same message in both of them, you know, that we're talking about. You didn't even listen. You just saw the headline, the headline and freaked out. And that's the point. The point is, like you said before, I mean, you're leaving the body of your brothers and sisters in Christ. You're teaching all of this other stuff, which you've, you love and you've gotten so much from because (sighs) You've stood up and said, hey, stop clinging on to Trump. Uh, stop clinging on to Biden. Whoever it is you're going to cling on to. It doesn't matter who the, the candidates are. The point is to stop clinging on to this stuff. Look up. Christ is coming. You get to go home, right? Just like if you were stranded on some island somewhere, right? Let's just say we're stranded on the massive island of America, and you know that a plane is going to be coming to take you home, guess what I'm doing? 
I'm not stressing out over how many coconuts I can harvest. I'm not focusing on, you know, re-landscaping the, the shoreline. Like, I, I'm not worried on any of that stuff. I am looking up and listening diligently for the airplane. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's the and same you know thing. Like, I'm focused is, you somewhere know, else. Yeah, you know, we, we, we think of it in a way of that we're waiting at the gate. We're waiting to board our plane you know, there's plenty of things to do while we're waiting, but we make sure that we're near our gate. You know, we, yeah, and I'm listening to the if you're speaker. In a good and, airport, yeah. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of like shops or cafes or something that are really yeah. Close like I to know we gate. walked by a place I really would like to get, but I don't want to walk all the way across the airport in case I miss right, you know right. my but, time. Uh, so, but there's a couple places over here next to our gate. We're, we're going to stay over here. Yeah, I'll make and, do and work on this. We're going to make do. But we're also not going to go get a t- couple, th- a bunch of things from these stores. I'm not going to like to apply for. And, yeah. But we're not going to have like a bunch of bags that we, because right, we can't get on the plane with a bunch of bags. Yeah. We can't fit. We can't go. So all of the things that we collect in this life, we can't fit in the overhand compartment. You know, of that's you can thank um, John Barnett for that one. That was genius when he said that. I was just like, that is amazing. He said, you know, everything in this life, the things, the materialistic world. He goes, you can't, he goes, what can, you can't take anything on the plate. You can't take anything when you go. All of it's going to be burnt up. You know, so what are you taking to put in the compartment? You're taking souls, you know, you, you know, you're different, you, you know, you're different things that ministry, not works, but you know. Just what's important. Just what's important with you is. Well, is that's what, what was thinking. so scary about watching that what is the MAGA march or whatever, million MAGA march they were doing today. And just these people who are screaming at just this, this love and this holding on. And I mean, I was talking with a a friend earlier today, you know, cause it was one of those just like, what are we going to do? This world's gone to junk. Everything's so awful. Look at this nonsense with the election and the mm-hmm. virus and you know, all the different things. And I was like, yeah, but remember, look at the heart of the matter here. Who cares? Who cares? Guess what? The world's going to be the world. Everybody's going to be crazy. If you think Biden's going to ruin your life and Trump's going to save it or vice versa, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. It really is. And I think it's the way it's our perception and the way we go into it. If you're looking at all of this, you're looking at Biden winning and you're going, amen, because this just means we just got on that. Like, you know, like Disneyland, you get the fast track passes and you get to go up to the front of the line. Like we just got our fast track pass to like shoot forward, you know, like let's get this going. It it means the closer we're getting to Christ and I want to go home. Like, I'm sick of being stuck in the airport. I'm not, you know, Tom Hanks over here enjoying my airport time. Like, I'm ready to go home. I'm done. And knowing, seeing these different things, knowing that I can serve and I can love others, I can put my focus on that because that's what truly matters. And that we're getting ready to punch that ticket and get our one-way flight. Like, come on. Let's go. I'm so ready. So let's change our perception looking at these things. And instead of freaking out that, you know, poor Trump, he's not getting the, you know, whatever. I mean, honestly, whatever way you want to look at it, it doesn't matter. This fits in every single angle. But instead of looking at it with this worry, concern, stress, anxiety, what's going to happen, being worked up. That's the other thing is you see Christians who are slandering others. That's the biggest thing. So if you're going to sit here and you're going to call people who are pro-vaccine, pro-Biden, pro-whatever, it doesn't matter, you're going to start slandering them and calling them names, idiots, stupid, you know, just going on and on and on. It's like, you are slandering them. That is a sin. That is wrong. So you are now 
being wrong before just and holy God, thinking that you're being this righteous warrior over here because look at these idiots who are falling into this stupid world trap. Of course people are falling into the world's trap. That's what happens when you're of the world. Guess what? You're falling into Satan's trap by sitting here slandering other people because they are not doing what you think they should be doing. How does that make it any better, right? We're not doing two wrongs make a right here. You're both wrong. It's like being worked up over, you know, what chairs they've put in the airport. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care. I'm here for a little bit, then I'm getting on my flight, like you said. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, I would have chosen these chairs. I would have painted the terminal this color. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? Yeah. I'm leaving. Yeah, I think... I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many times that we say these things, people still will have their own their own opinions and go their own way and be angry about it and not think it's a big deal. But if I mean, the reason why it's a big deal, if it wasn't a big deal, we wouldn't all be sitting here mesmerized. It's a big deal because it's biblical. And because if you have if you have biblical literacy, you can see the way that these things happen in our world in just society in general who in general and it always happened throughout biblical history that nations get to this point and we have israel for us is a is kind of this model nation that represents god's people that were called out of the world to look different to act different to do all these different things and they consistently wanted to marry the Lord's ideals in with the world's politics and the world's things. And it was constantly ruining them and getting them in trouble. And it would get to the point where they started oppressing each other. They started killing each other. They were grieved. They started forgetting God. They started doing all of these things. And God got really mad and then intervened. And that's no different then the, what's going to happen with with the tribulation period and then the second coming i mean this is this is something that's absolutely coming we don't know when but we know that it's going to be at a time that it it keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse and it keeps you know, it it becomes more widespread worldwide all the time. I mean, we have a general, you know, ethnic group against ethnic group. I mean, racism is not just rampant in the United States. Racism is a rampant around the world. And it's not just blacks and whites. It's It's every single race of every single people's. Um, a few worse than others, but um, it's, you know, this is a time uh, of trouble and tribulation and testing like we've never seen, and it's time for us to pay attention. It's time for us, yes, to to look up, to be ready to board that plane. Of course, we uh, do what we can, but I mean, this 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 is going to require doing things differently. And I guess the second ending part of this is how far I think 
we need to be prepared as Christians, especially is the now what? Now what do we do? Because, yes, it looks like these policies, these things are going to be, um, you know, a lot of these things are going to be turned. It looks like things are going to be a lot more difficult for Christians, in, even in the United States. It's going to be harder I mean, even to stand just up. Homeschooling to and anything. all of Home these school, things. Yeah. You know, all these different things. So now it's time to, you know, really start having this, um, you know, conversation about where, where do you go as a believer? What, you know, what form of disobedience is acceptable and what, what does paying to Caesar, what, what is the bare minimum that you could get by with, with giving to Caesar? Um, you know, that, that was his point was, was give to Caesar what you have to, the bare minimum, nothing more, nothing less, what you have to, um, and give to God's what is God's, which everything is God. So we give it all to God and we just are passing through this life. But so we have that incredible freedom in the Lord, but living in this country in the things that we're going to have to face I think this is going to be a time where we we're going to have to be prepared to suffer some sort of persecution in whatever way it's going to come. I already saw an article before we got on talking about these churches that are continuing even though the COVID surge. So again, churches are the problem. Christians, now that the left is one, the Christians are going to be the the hateful group, the Trump supporters that are just full of hate. Extremists. They're against the gays. They're against the, you know, they want. So all of these things are extreme now. So guess what? You're in a, I mean, you become an extremist trying to stand up for what the Bible tells you to stand up for and what you just trying to simply live your life in a lot of different ways. You know, sometimes you get faced with a decision in the world where you have to choose to obey God when you obey man. And I think we're getting to that point, especially with the results of the election. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, I am not thrilled in the slightest bit about a Biden presidency. Only because they're going to use him as a springboard to get their agenda further. And, I mean, I, you know, I, their agenda is horrible. And, uh, you know, all these things are, 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 are horrible. Um, so all we have left is the hope that maybe there was just ridiculous election fraud. And, and that we but then have, at the same time, it's, it's funny only... the amount of things that don't change. Right. Like we would have forgot right. so well, much. It's like, okay. but I mean, with 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 the left, I I think given this monster that's been created, with given more authority in in sent in in even though maybe it hasn't been, they perceive it to be is is more authority. Yeah. So it's going to grow bigger and worse and more. You know it. It's just not going. I mean, we're going to get to the point where we're completely censored. And and who knows pretty soon what we're going to get jailed for. 
you know, and, and what wouldn't? I mean, what you know, Christians being jailed for hate speech for simply um, sticking up, you know, for for you know traditional marriage or, or things like this. You know, you never know how deep this can go. So I think it's something that we need to start asking ourselves the question of where where does that line come from or or where is it for us as christians you know where is that submission to uh governing authorities you know we have to again we have to understand that in the context with it with what it was written in and, it, and we never do uh, we never understand that this was an extremely zealous time around Rome, there was all kinds of little rebel groups that were rising up to to throw down Rome because they hated the oppression of Rome. They hated the idea of them being, um, you know, occupying Israel. They did not want, this is a Gentile occupation in the holy city. They did not want them there. They were not happy about what the religious leaders, the politicians, what they had brought in, what you know, all these different things, what had happened, they were not happy about it all. So they were rising up. They were, I mean, they were being killed left and right by the Romans. They were causing all sorts of issues. And that's where, that's where Christ is like, you know, you're not, to, you're not to be like that. Like, you're not of this, but, you know, you're not, you're not meant to, to, to be violent about it. You know, you, you have love, you're to show love. And, you know, you're just supposed to do your thing, not, not aim to live your quiet life. We have instructions for the church in the New Testament, but <clears throat> that's not, that's certainly not uh, something that we're used to doing, but I think it's something that we would definitely do well, as JD always says, although when he says that, we would do well to practice that and just pay attention. I mean, you can, I mean, this can only, the Lord can only tarry for so long. One of these generations, you know, he's going to come. And do we want to get caught in, you know, just worthless works, burnt up works? The worst, the best case scenario is, is burnt up works. The worst case scenario is that you weren't a believer to begin with. And you find yourself as part of the tribulation church. You know, the church that that Jesus is speaking to in the tribulation that says, Hey, if you don't uh if you don't listen, if you don't repent, I'm gonna come at you like a thief and you're gonna not know when I come. Who's he talking to there? He's talking to a, a church that exists where he's come to and, and, and they weren't ready. They weren't they weren't they weren't there in their hearts. I mean, this is something that that needs to be evaluated by yourself. I mean, that's, that's not something that anybody can do, but this is examine yourself. Are you truly, are you truly in the faith? You know, are you struggling? Do you have, do you have things in your life? You know, I mean, is this something, have you given yourself to the Lord completely? Is this something that, you know, it's not, it's not by any more, by any means any kind of um you know lordship salvation thing before you're saved but um 
you know, I mean, we're instructed as believers to test ourselves to make sure that this is genuine because we know that even Satan believes, even demon believe, demons believe, right? As James tells us, and they shudder. Cool. You think you know God is one? Cool. Deuteronomy 6.4. Cool. You know all that? Even Satan knows this. And he shuddered. So, and demons know this as well. So that's that's the ones that shudder. Um, you know, it, it it does you well to to really think about these things because I think a lot of people are not they're not ready and they're not for for the reason the reason that that is I don't know when you talk to a lot of these people a lot of these people unfortunately are lost and they don't understand it like why would I want to go to heaven now why would I want that like my I've got to think of my kids future and my grandkids future and their grandkids after that I, I ain't got time for heaven but I love Jesus though when he died on the cross then we're not getting it, right? We're not I, I can't it. wait to put up my Christmas tree and seeing Jesus as a reason for the season, but like I don't want him to come back yet because like we got things, we got things planned and things to do and you know, blah blah whatever. Okay, then we're missing the whole point. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I think we just you know we need to we need to to fight these things with with different tactics, and we use you know I mean we use scripture, we use the Word of God. Uh, to arm ourselves and to to come against these things, not politics. So we have to be really careful with where we are right now, but definitely pay attention. And for gosh sakes, quit clinging on to a man. I mean, regardless of who it is. And if indeed it, if indeed Trump does lose, who cares? But be ready. At the same time. Like, yeah, it's real. Like, yeah, you get it. People are freaking out. Well, you have no... Well, the Bible's pretty specific about this kind of time. So uh, I I think we know what direction we're headed. But I think that we should just be ready. So I guess I should stop um, bumbling about that. You have anything else to say about that? Mm Mm-mm. No? See, what people don't understand is they may only get this dose in like a little one-hour podcast. Oh, I think they get it. I get this with you all day long. I think they get it. (laughs) It just, and I don't understand. I feel like it's so simple, and yet it's like the one thing we go back to over and over. And we go back to just because this is what people ask about the most talk about. The fact that we've lost church members over this stinks. It's like, you guys, come on. I'm like, Really? I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't hold any kind of concern and think that this was really kind of pushing us towards uh, a direction of... Really bad. Yeah. It's not a good time. Let's look at God's word and then let's us be conformed. Our thoughts, our actions, our feelings, our perception. Let let that be transformed by God's word. Not hearing things and then go, oh, I don't like that. Now I got to change it. (laughs) Okay. That, that doesn't work, you guys. <laughs> it's like a really big deal. Well, <sighs> that's going to go over like a lead balloon. Cue the dislike in five, four, <laughs> three, Bye, two, one.